My only goal is that I can lift my own event kit in my car without some dude, some dude being like, can I help you? You look like you need help. And the sounds that I make lifting things, horrific. The sounds my joints make, horrific. <laughs> Welcome to We're All Just Baking It. This is episode 12. Today we're talking about body image and healthy habits. We have Braylon, Dana, and myself, Steph. What's going on, guys? I feel like we haven't done this in like, I'd say a month, but it's I, it's my maybe longer. I miss you. Hello. It has been I, at least a month. God, like who has a life? Like what's that about? It's all the holidays. Like, how many uh, more holidays need to be on weekdays so we get days off of work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That would be very nice. So we this topic was sparked because um, just yesterday we were actually having a conversation in your stream stuff about um, like struggling to work out and not being happy with our bodies and just kind of feeling this overall like overwhelm and discomfort with things. Definitely. It's been, I, I don't know. I've never had a healthy relationship with working out. I've never had a healthy relation. This is probably the healthiest relationship with food I've ever had, but now I'm at the point where I am so fucking sick of having to eat to survive. Like I'm, I'm tired. It's too many times a day that I have to eat too many times a week that I have to like find food and put it into my face so that I don't like feel even worse the next day. That is a huge struggle for me as well. Just like generally feeding myself and the fact that we have to do it three times a day, every single day. Every day. It's exhausting. It (laughs) It doesn't. It doesn't ever end. I think the only thing that has been like my saving grace is like meal replacement options. Like literally things that I can just drink. And I don't even care if I like the taste. I'll just like chug it in the morning and like, boom, there's one of my meals out of the way. Don't have to think about it. We've been doing smoothies a lot, but the only thing with smoothies is I, I now like, I want to chew. Like I like food. I like the smell of food. I like the taste of food. I like to eat food. I'm just sick of having to do it to survive because then it's not food that I want to eat, but I don't have the energy or the know-how to make the food that I want to eat. And I'm so sick of fast food. I'm like in that exact same boat, pretty much. Like eating a lot of fast food, don't want to be eating fast food, also don't feel like getting the energy together to put together meals. Um, What I do is like meal replacement shake for breakfast. Um, or usually it's like, honestly, just like a drinkable yogurt. I get these ones from Trader Joe's and they're really cheap. And then I just drink one in the morning, maybe with like a green juice, get some veggies in, boom, meal done. Um, and then I'll usually have something super simple for lunch, like a sandwich or something that I can just like whip up that doesn't require me to cook anything. And that might be like eating something frozen in my air fryer. Um, and then I'll usually go out for dinner, which is not great. Eating out like seven days a week is not good for you but it's so much effort no i mean we, we did the math like in shock from like how can you afford to like eat out all the time so, okay so actually that is a really good point but it, we did the math we sat down and we did it for all the food that we buy from the grocery store and don't eat and it rots and we have to throw it away in comparison to going out and grabbing a fast food thing we actually save money eating out. 
sounds great. Our groceries are pretty expensive. Groceries here have like skyrocketed in the last what like year. So sometimes, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not uncommon for us to like put together our grocery cart and then look at the total and it's like three four hundred dollars. I'm like, what the fuck did we buy? <laughs> take it out, take it out. <laughs> I've never had that happen, but it does. I will go sometimes and like buy a meal. Like I'll just go to the grocery store and get everything I need for like that dinner. And for three people, like sometimes it's like twenty five dollars, which is almost exactly what we'd pay for three people to eat out for an evening yeah. so it's yeah if you're not like planning your groceries like oh i'm gonna buy meat and use it in like two meals this week and like do you know what i mean like thinking about how you can use it it's if you're just going to the store like for that day and buying that meal it's the price is pretty even unfortunately way too much fucking effort i used to do that shit i used to have like the app that you put in all of like your your pantry and your fridge items and then it would tell you all the meals that you can create with it it is exhausting yeah i just i try to pick out my breakfasts when i go do the grocery shopping i'm like all right i want to eat like these three things this week for breakfast and then i do the same thing with lunch mostly i end up going for the snacks because it's like, what are some small snacky items that are still healthy, like hummus and carrots? I like hummus and carrots, so I make sure I always have that in my house. And when I'm feeling snacky, I go for the hummus instead of the barbecue chips. Yeah, I think it's important to like not, if you're, at least for me, I have like absolutely zero self-control when it comes to eating things um, like candy and snacks, like at all hours of the day, um, if I'm home. So my biggest thing is I just like don't have that many things in the house that I can do that with. I have to just not buy it, um, which is helpful. But I do make sure that I always have some type of snack. Um, I'm really like a drink girl, though. Like I love to have multiple drinks like at all times. So my whole thing is like I always make sure that I have like at least one type of like a tea or like a sparkling water or something like that at home that just is fun. I don't know. <laughs> No, I, I love that. I'm all for healthy alternatives. What are your hacks, Dana? Um, well, I have the same thing for breakfast every day. It's just a pan of chocolate. Um, what? I just, a, a pan of chocolate. What the hell is that? It's Chocolate like, croissant? Do you know what, do you know what a croissant is? And it has croissant. like two pencils. Yeah, <laughs> Like it has like two little like chocolate pencils in the middle of like yes in either end. Have you guys seen the chocolate croissant video? Because if you haven't, I will send it to you because it's so funny. Please I don't do. think I have. I okay. know that I, all I know is that it's pronounced croissant. Croissant. And <laughs> that's it. That's all I know. You can actually Trader Joe's has frozen um, versions of that that you can buy. And what you do is it's really hard to remember. I have to set an alarm, but the night before you go to bed, you put it on the counter on like parchment paper and overnight it rises to be like huge and fluffy and then you bake it and you have your own croissant in your house. And it's amazing. delicious. I don't think you quite understand. I literally grab it and I eat it when I get to work. Like there's no eating breakfast before I leave. Like <laughs> you just on the way. I'm I'm like I'm I'm ready just like past eight o'clock to get to work for half eight. Like is there's, there something there's no about... like time in the morning. I hate I hate the morning. Yeah, same. I I whenever I had to be at work early or at school early, I was rolling out of bed 
as late as I possibly could as the, it's at the very last, can I get ready in four minutes? Yes, I can. I'm doing it. That was me. Yeah. That's yeah. me. And then, then I'm like, oh shit, I don't have enough time to set up my Spotify. Uh, is a radio kind of day today. <laughs> get in my car and go. Yes. I am the opposite. <laughs> you like a morning routine? Slow I, morning? If I can, yes. I And I didn't, okay, so like it took me until probably my mid-20s to realize that the vast majority of people don't just like get up in the morning and then just immediately jump in the shower and go to work. The vast majority of people wake up a little bit earlier and they have like a cup of coffee or they have like a breakfast or they go sit on their patio and they read for a little bit. And that was a very foreign concept to me. I see the look on your face, Dana. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Well, actually, no. I, I do do that amazing, now. Yeah, I go snuggle with my cat. I wake up in the morning before my husband. I go get the pets out. I feed them. I snuggle the cat. I just chill for like a good 20 minutes. But I don't usually, I mean, in that time, I will chug my yogurt. (laughs) So that's my breakfast. If I wake up early, I just stay in bed with my cat cuddling her until it's like, oh shit, I've got like 10 minutes to get ready. Hey, that's still your time though. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your relaxation time. And and then I like I go through Discord. I do my like horoscope for the day in my Discord, and like say happy whatever the day is. And then I check my Twitter. And normally you guys have like been awake while I've been asleep, so I check out what's going on, cuddle my cat, and then and then it's a major rush to like get get to work. But you know, <laughs> my therapist told me to. So I, I I do that too. Like I'll wake up and I'll I'll check like not my email, but I'll check my work social media accounts because it's like once I get to work, I get sidetracked and I don't have time to do it. Um, my therapist told me to stop doing that shit. She said it's very bad for your mental health that the first thing that you pick up in the morning is a dopamine pit, and then your body's chasing that dopamine for the rest of the day. So you end up having more bad days overall when the first thing you start with is something incredibly. Um, stimulating so she's like if you want to do like a book in the morning so it's like morning pages is something I'm trying to get back in the routine of um but I haven't broken that habit quite yet but yeah no I I aspire to like get up at like 6 a.m every day wake and bake go get ready take the animals out be at work by seven leave by three four o'clock sounds amazing (laughs) when I am in a period of time when I'm exercising exercising in the morning for me is phenomenal because I feel like if like what I'll do is I usually tell myself the night before like when I'm in a good phase like okay I'm gonna exercise tomorrow morning um and usually for me like setting that precedent I will stick with it um I've had to practice for a really long time like making promises to myself and keeping them so that I know that like I can believe my words so that when I say the night before like I'm going to work out then I actually follow through with it um and it's kind of nice um, but yeah, doing it in the morning, I feel like, cause I'll just get straight out of bed, put on my workout clothes, go work out. And I feel like my monkey brain isn't fully activated yet at that time in the morning. So it's like a little bit easier to work out. Um, because I don't have as many of those thoughts of like, this hurts. I want to stop. I hate this. I'm super uncomfortable. Like it kind of keeps all those, those thoughts at bay and I can just like turn it off and go. That's a good idea. Like I have not found a good time of day for me to work out because like our our bike thing is in our bedroom. (laughs) I'm going to ask Mike if maybe he can move it, excuse me, out of the bedroom. 
Um, I don't necessarily have room for it here in my room, but at least it could fit you in know, your like living room, on. kitchen area, yeah, something. Um, <clears throat> so it's like I would say in the morning, but then I'm bothering him. And then I have to like get ready and then I'm waking him up or whatever and I'm disrupting his morning. And we both get pretty grumpy when we're woken up before we're supposed to be up because there's only so many hours of sleep that we get and we don't necessarily have the time to come home and nap. So it's just, it's not fair. So we try to be respectful. But then I was like, okay, maybe like, sorry, back up. So I do it in the morning and then I have jelly legs because I'm a fucking potato and then I hate everything and I'm in a horrible (laughs) mood starting my day because I'm just very uncomfortable all the time. Like showering after working out is like the worst. I even bought a stool for my shower because I'm a potato. (laughs) That's like my favorite thing in the whole world is hopping in my shower after workout. Oh, here's the thing. The jelly legs only last about maybe 25 days of of like working out and then the jelly legs are gone and you never have to deal with it again unless you take a break or you severely switch up your workout so that goes away so for me a post-workout shower is like you're I get real sweaty when I work out like I turn into a red tomato I'm dripping I'm covered my clothes are wet so like getting in the shower I feel tired and it just like washes all I don't know it's like my favorite thing I love it so I need it's to like it's like you legs. earned the shower is how I feel. It's like the shower is the reward that you earned by working hard. And it like it just those are the best showers. They feel so good. Right. That's a good perspective. I believe you I that you can get night. past the jelly legs. I just need consistency. That's that's been the thing. So I was like, okay, I'll try it at night, but then I'm baked and I think about that's it and difficult. I just don't get out yep. of bed and do it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think too, people who are neurodivergent have, I think it's more beneficial for us to work out during the morning because it kind of sets the stage for your whole day that you like accomplish something really big. And that's like the first thing that you did in the day. Plus working out gives you more energy. So it like just kind of Whenever I do it in the morning, I'm always like, wow, this is like an amazing day. Like, I just like always tend to have a really great day afterwards. What everyone says, it gives you more energy. So I t- that's how I tried it at night there for a little bit. Because I'm like, I'm fucking tired after. I'm going to nap. I want to go to sleep. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'll yeah. be dead to the world. <laughs> I think if you're already I'm... tired, it's going to make you more tired in, in a way. If you're already like tired from the day, but if you're like just waking up, you might be sleepy, but you're not necessarily tired, right? Like that's fair. I'm gonna yeah. make a move that shit right after this uh, podcast, and we'll, do it. We'll try that out because I, I I need to fucking do it. Consistency has been like the word of the day in my world. If Steph, if you can just get consistent about it, the gains will come. You're a fucking potato. You're literally starting with the <laughs> negative. All you gotta do is get up to positive. Just break even, and then you'll see results, and you'll feel great about it. Like I've never actually seen results from working out, though. It's that's because it takes like a year or longer. I would say, yeah, like physical results. You have to like the only time I ever saw physical results in my body from working out was when I was doing very intense weightlifting, and I was eating so much food. Like I was getting like a hundred or more grams of protein a day and like chugging protein shakes and stuff. And then my body did change. And that's the only time. And I was cycling three to four times a week and weightlifting intensely three to four times a week. So yeah, try to not make that a goal because you will not feel good about not reaching that. No, no. My, my only goal is that I can lift my own event kit in my car without some dude some dude being like, can I help you? You look like you need help. And the sounds that I make lifting things, horrific. Because you sounds will get my stronger. Make, horrific. Especially, 
if you do strength training, like you will a hundred percent, like I was strong as shit. It was fantastic. I felt like a powerhouse superhero woman. Like you will get stronger. It's just, I don't know why it's harder for our bodies to like, and I think it's just hard for us too to like notice the physical changes. Sometimes I don't even, I feel like I don't even know what my body really looks like, you know? And especially if you like make a lot of videos with yourself, like it's sometimes hard because you look so different on the camera. At least for me, like I get so used to seeing like camera Braylon that I like look in the mirror. I don't know. There's definitely like a weird disconnect there of like, what do I look like sometimes? I, yeah, I, I've never seen my body like fit. I've seen like 16 year old stuff. Yeah. Which that's unattainable. Which really great. Yeah. But <laughs> you, you know, what's the most fucked up is that at least me, like 15 year old me was like, if only I could lose a little weight. Like, and now looking back, you're like, God damn it. You were so Shut thin. the fuck up. You were so year old Braylon. You're dumb. You're being a dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking about your high school body and trying to get that back not smart not no healthy, i just not good just you were not a woman some improvement i just yeah. exactly exactly you i were not my a body woman all the time i'm like damn girls what your boobs look like okay all yeah. right i'm okay with that <laughs> yeah but that so we're we're gonna get we're gonna get consistent i have that fucking ring fit thing i need to get back on that that i can do in this room what do you guys think is like the easiest way to or best way to like get started exercising. Like you kind of did that recently, Dana. What like prompted you to get really into your ring fit? And like, what was the first thing that you did? Like, can you explain like your thought process? Like, did you pep yourself up for it? Did you just say like, I'm going to do this? Um, so I just felt really shit about the way that my body looks, honestly. Um, and it was just getting to the point where I was getting really depressed about it and I just felt like really bad about myself. Um, and I think I was talking to you guys about it just like, um, and you were saying like, oh, do like, um, like this exercise, do that exercise and stuff. And then I was like, when I bought my um, Switch, I literally bought it with the ring fit and I used it like a little bit to try out what like the ring, fit but um I didn't really use it that much and then I was like well I will try that um maybe it'll make it more fun like because my biggest problem with exercise is that it's just really boring and I hurt and it's not like enjoyable for me like whereas um with the ring fit you're defeating monsters and like yeah okay I hurt but I've defeated 10 monsters so like (laughs) who gives a fuck (laughs) Like, I destroyed the, the fucking boss. So, yeah, of course <laughs> I I, like, killed, like, the boss. Well, I love that. Um, I so think for me, um, just going back to when you guys were talking about the times that you exercise, like, um, in the day, I found what was really helpful is coming home from work. Um, and then before I sit down, before I have dinner, before I do anything... I get that exercise in because if I sit down, then it's game over. Like that's it. I'm not gonna want to do anything as soon as I'm, as soon as I'm in my Comfy. chair with my computer yep. on. That's it. Yep. Um, I yep. will say actually another exercise. Um, it's a TikToker, but I can't remember her name. Um, she does um, walking workouts on YouTube. Yeah, I think I've seen so, those. Like, that's um, the one with the Doja Cat playlist potentially i've done the encanto one and i want to say like 80s power ballads or something maybe 90s 
um, which is really nice. And they actually make you feel like, like, like get your blood pumping and like I'm like sweating at the end of them but what I've been doing in the like bit where you're walking and not doing something like like a um a different workout in the walking ones I find like I'll see something I'll be like oh I'll just put that away and I'll do the walking workout part while I'm putting something away so that's been really handy as well um but I don't want to sit here and be like oh yeah I do all these things I haven't done this for like a month We fall off the wagon. That's my like biggest problem is that I get so good. And then all of a sudden I just stop. It's like, it's, it's, I don't know if it's a neurodivergent thing. Because like, I only realized a couple of days ago and I was like, oh, I can't remember the last time I exercised. Like, when did I stop doing Mm -hmm. that? Like, why did I stop doing, I know I stopped for a bit because I was ill. That could Um, be it. Yep. And you just forget. Because I was ill. And then I did a really, I did like one of the ring fits where you you have to do loads of squats to like jump over. And then there was one where you have to keep doing the squats to jump higher and higher. And by the end of it, my legs were dead and I couldn't, couldn't play the ring fit for like a couple of days because I was in so much pain from it. Like just, <laughs> <laughs> just like the squats, my legs are like going down the stairs. I'm like, ah. yes. The worst is like sitting on the toilet too. Like you're like, oh. <laughs> you like slammed out on the toilet because your legs are dead. Dude, I don't um, even know what I did, but I somehow stressed like my left under thigh muscle and it hurts. Oh so yeah, those bad. can get stressed and that's terrible <laughs> pain. Dana, though, you pointed out two amazing things i think especially if you're neurodivergent but this applies to everyone too the two biggest things you can do if you want to set yourself up for success with exercise is one finding something that is fun for you and that does not mean that you aren't in pain or that you aren't you know you're still exercising your body it's going to come with its aches and pains but that it's a little bit enjoyable like i do cycling because the music is high energy and it's often EDM and it's like, feels like I'm at a rave the way you do the ring fit. Like, yeah, you're in pain, but you're beating monsters and that's exciting. It gives you satisfaction. And then the other thing that you said was like fitting it into your schedule in a way that it, it, there's no obstacles. Like you get home and you immediately say, I'm doing this right now. And before I sit down. And I think that's super important or like me waking up and doing it first thing in the morning. Like I, I, you know, before I grab my phone, before I do anything, the second I get out of bed, I put on my workout clothes and then I go down there and I, and I do it. I think those are like the two most important things. If you're trying to get into moving your body more, um, find something that you enjoy, make it fun in some way and make it fit into your schedule in a way where there's very little obstacles for you to overcome. I also find, um, I have an exercise bike in my room and, um, like I've been trying to do it more often but I haven't been able to but um watching things and sitting on the bike because I'm sat down either way in my chair on my exercise bike I am sat down watching something so why not be sat on my exercise bike pedaling a little bit while I'm watching it doesn't have I don't have to be like full-on like you know let's go like on my Mm -hmm. exercise it's fine. Just like, any movement is really But helpful. yeah, just like, just moving a little, almost like as if you're just doing a steady, slow walk, but yeah. you're on your exercise bike. It's like I those people know. that have the desk treadmills. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or those little, um, tempting. the bike ones, but it's just literally the pedals. I think Steph has one of those, don't you? I have one of those. You know where it is, guys? 
It's on the opposite end of the room, stuffed underneath the thing because it got in the way of me putting my feet down on the ground. I kept kicking it. It's very annoying. And honestly, I, I, I should fucking pull that back over. You here. should. Pull it like out. One of the best things. I'm going to do that thing, like watching TV. I did do that one night. We were watching a TV show and I jumped on the bike. And while we were watching the TV show, I was pedaling. And it, like, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I fucking hated it. Like, it, it made the show go from 45 minutes long to about three and a half hours long is what it felt like. That was the longest fucking episode I've ever seen in my life. Another Season thing that helps this TV show oh. would make it go quicker for me. Yeah, yeah. no. Something else that helps me, too, me. is, like, knowing and understanding that exercise isn't really meant to be fun. And like getting that, like not setting yourself up for failure by going like, ah, this is going to be so fun. I'm going to love this because even when I was like working out the most, I still didn't enjoy it and it still was not fun. Yeah. I, I hate it. I hate working out. I, it's just not a good, a good feeling for me. It's We're working on that. We're working on remedying that relationship. I find it really interesting. My favorite time to, well, it's not really my favorite time until I'm like halfway through it, but I, and I don't do it as often as I should, but when I'm really angry about something or really upset about something, um, my exercise bike to get all that aggression out and listening to like, for me, it's Lizzo. Cause I just, I, I love her so much, honestly, genuinely love her so much. Um, I'll blast that in my headphones. Cause like, I want to be like cautious of the people that live in my house <laughs> but just, that like, is the best I whenever that. i feel bad or i'm having like a bad day i go straight for the bike and i just like hammer it out and then i feel a thousand times better afterwards like it really does just like boop brain back to normal i need to remind my brain about that because like i'm always like oh i feel like shit i'm just gonna sit here and wallow and i'm like why why do you do that when you know that if you do the exercise bike or you journal or whatever it is, you feel so much better. <laughs> like I have to remind my brain because like I could just go on the exercise bike and feel better about my life. <laughs> no, because I do the yourself because you're being ridiculous. <laughs> I do the exact same thing. I'll literally be laying in bed like, oh, I did not want to work out. I did not want to work out. I did not want to work out. And I get up and I do it anyways. And I get on the bike. I'm like five minutes in. I'm like, wow, I love this so much. I'm having so much fun. Why are you so dumb? Like literally this. And like every time I'm like, tell myself like, Braylon, don't forget how much you love this. Don't forget this feeling that it gives you. And then the very next day I'm laying in bed. Uh, I don't want to work out. I hate this so much. I don't want to do it. Like the Make mental battle. Make the a video. <laughs> Have your alarm clock just be you going, I love exercising so much. Seriously. Oh my God. That is <laughs> Record such a, a message idea. for myself that's like, yeah. <laughs> you love this. Don't forget it. <laughs> Literally. Do you want to be me today? Do you want to feel like this? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I've been doing like leg stretches and stuff in bed. That's been handy. Like just like my own body weight and just. I don't know. If I'm laying there, I might as well be like stretching, at least working on flexibility and mobility and shit. To be fair, my friend at work um, at lunch times, we go for walks. Um, and if I don't feel like it or it's going to rain, we walk to like Liddles and back, um, like I'm around Liddles. And that has been really great because we just walk and talk. So like half the time you don't even realize you're walking. The worst part about walking at the moment it's just that it like halfway through you're like absolutely boiling hot because it's it's the sun's on you but other than that it's just nice I think if you have like 
maybe if you have a friend or somebody who also wants to not even just lose weight but like wants to exercise more or just get into more of a routine you could always just have like a little walking buddy where you can talk about your day or have a vent buddy system is my favorite my favorite exercise buddy is someone that will vent and rant with me about work or whatever's going on just have a little complaint it helps the work day go well the exercise goes so much quicker and it's like you're fired up talking about it fired up into that i saw i keep getting tiktok served to me not ads but it's like there's like a phoenix phoenix women's walking group and it's a lot of people. So it's like, you're probably not going to be bothered if you went and joined. I ended up joining their Discord. I'm tempted. But now that it's like summertime, I'm like, uh, it's a little bit hot outside to be like, just like out doing stuff. 100 freaking degree weather. Cleaned up our backyard this morning. It was a little bit ridiculous how hot the sun is here. Yeah, the buddy system, I think, is a fantastic idea. Me and my sister work out together. Sometimes me and my husband work out together. It it helps immensely because if you really don't want to do it, the other person's like, come on, it won't take that long. Let's just do it. Like, let's just go. Like, we go on walks a lot. And I told myself, like, I am never going to say no to going on a walk again. Like, no matter how I feel, I don't care. Like, no matter what, I'm going on the walk. And sometimes I'll be like, ugh, like, I don't want to. And my husband's like, come on, remember what you said? You never don't go on walks. Like, let's go. And like, he encourages me. So that's, I think it's super helpful to have a friend if you're able to, to just get any kind of movement in. Yeah, Something that I find really interesting as well is like, depending on who you're with, but you'll find you'll end up talking about something that you didn't realize was on your mind right when you're walking and so like you end up getting it out of your system which for me I'm like oh okay I didn't realize one I was worried about that and two now I've talked it out I feel so much better so then not only is the walking and the exercise helping make you feel a bit happier so is like talking it out and getting all the like anxiety or the feelings out of your head um so that when you get back to your house or your car or wherever you 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 end your walk you can you can feel like okay I feel so much better now <laughs> like <sighs> yeah my it's sister and I go on therapeutic bike rides meaning. it's good yeah. we my sister and I go on bike rides like out in the world and we just like talk the entire time and we'll go like accidentally we'll be like oh shoot we rode like 10 miles like we don't even yeah. think about it because we're literally and we're, like, back? we're not we're not going <laughs> fast like you know like we're not going super fast so it's not like it's exhausting it's just like beautiful outside and we're chatting and next thing you know you're like oh my gosh we've gotten so far you know it's not even that like the way 16 year old stuff looked is what i'm after i miss the energy i miss the endless energy can we ever that get that back though stuff had i i, I, I don't know I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's adults in the world that like exercise regularly and eat right and like have good attitudes and like go to therapy and shit that would tell you like, yeah, but I don't really think those people are real sometimes because they're kind of fucking obnoxious. (laughs) It is hard to know how much is real and how much is for like, um, social media. Like, yeah. Like you can portray yourself as this like the amazing person, but like I probably won't believe you unless you like have some kind of flaw. Like 
and you're real with people do you know what I mean and it doesn't even have to be like a big flaw but if you can just like you know not everybody is positive all the time you know you can say like this person is annoying or this thing is really annoying or oh do you know what I've had a bad day today but that's okay it does make me wonder and I, I feel like it's a little cynical of me and it's a little bit toxic but are you really that happy are you actually that happy? Are you just telling me you're that happy because you want me to believe that you're that happy? <laughs> I'm actually a very, very happy person. I don't really even, like, even doubt that though. You genuinely just like, like emit happiness, positivity. <laughs> I just like, you're my also mom- very communicative. That's like, I feel like the biggest difference, like why I enjoy hanging out with you so much is because like you, you say the things, you communicate the communicative fucking things that you need to communicate. <laughs> yeah. I can't fucking stand people that are just like, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Fuck off then. I don't, I don't know, man. I can't think for you. <laughs> Or people who like don't talk to you for ages and then they're like, oh, you didn't know I wasn't like happy. And I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know that if you don't answer any of my messages or like you don't talk? Like, how am I supposed to know that you weren't happy? Like, maybe just give me a message. You guys always, well, you guys usually know when I'm having a bad day because I'll be like, I do not feel good. I am not having fun. (laughs) Like, help me. What do I do? And that's why we have like the supporters like chat where we like support each other because yes, we are all supporters in Braylon's Discord and we help people. But like at the end of the day, we all need help too. Yeah. And we should all be able to feel the need to help, like ask for help. And also we can help each other. Like, you know, having therapists have therapists. Yeah, that's true. Therapists have therapists. You know? Having a support group is so important of any kind, even if it's just like two people, you know, it doesn't have to be a whole group of people, but having someone you can go to for support. But I think what I was going to say, going back to like being happy, the biggest thing that made me kind of have like a switch up uh, was just like practicing gratitude more often and like realizing like I talked to this woman who wrote a book that I read and I met her and she gave like this talk on her whole life story and like her life was horrendous. Like it was a very terrible life. And at the like worst and darkest moment of her life, she said she sat in her car and she made a list of everything that she could be grateful for in like the darkest, deepest, most terrible time of her life. And that kind of inspired me to be like, it doesn't matter what's going on with your life situation. There are always things that you can be thankful for and be grateful for, and and you can focus on those. And if you choose to focus on the, the good aspects of what's going on in your life more than you focus on the bad ones, it just, you will be happier. It's like, it's I don't know, it's, perspective. it seems so simple to me. It's just like, at the end of the day, everybody has a lot that they can be thankful for. We just sometimes take stuff for granted. Even like this book I read said, you're sitting on a couch and the couch is comfortable like take a moment to be like i'm really thankful for this couch right now like that's so grateful like if you are using a blanket and it's so soft just take a moment to be like wow like this is the nicest blanket and i'm so comfortable and soft like it's all the little tiny things and if you practice doing that day after day after day or data stitch plushy uh <laughs> it becomes more of a natural habit and then you just do it and then it's just like yeah a shift in your in your perspective i guess I do two things um, that I find 
has made me feel like I'm more positive about things. Well, at the end of the day, it doesn't make me feel like one bad thing happens and I'm like, oh my God, I hate my life, which is, is like a big thing for me because that that's huge. Yeah. All the time. The, the first thing I do is I did the 100 happy days challenge, but I've done it like changed it a little bit for myself where I want to do, I want to have one thing that made me happy every single day this year. And then at the end of the year, I'll have 365 things that made me happy. Even if it's just like, oh, I went to Lidl's today and it made me happy or, you know, my cat, it made me really happy today. That's and the, the key. That's the key. Yes. It doesn't have to be big. Everyone makes this whole big deal out of like, oh, it has to be a big thing to make me happy. And I always say this, like you let one small thing ruin your day, but you don't let one good thing make your day like better. Yeah. I, in my little gratitude journal that I had, um, every single day I had in the morning, I had to write three things that I was grateful for. And I kid you not, it was often like the comfort of my bed, the warmth of my house, the car that I get to drive, my cat that's fluffy. Like it was always just these little things. Like I get to spend time outside and the weather is nice. Like it was never like, you know, these massive major things. It was always just like something little that it was like that just made me have a beautiful day. Um, I need to, I need to get days, back in the morning pages. One of my days was the fact that I just used my air fryer. See? Yes. I love that, Dana. That is just, it made you happy. It's great. Like, why would that not I mean, make you happy? So. Yes. <laughs> and it was probably delicious. It was really nice. It was crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside. Sometimes for me, it would be like, <laughs> I had a great conversation with a friend. You know? Like, the little things, people. It, it is. I find... I, I try not to get so annoyed with it because I know people are trying and people are like doing going through their own growth and their own healing and it's hard and I know it's hard mm -hmm. but like there'll be people that will like do like a what they're grateful for or something they're happy about and they end it with something negative they're like this was good but then this happened or oh I'm grateful for this but actually this ruins it or something and I'm like no it's okay to just be happy about that one thing and not have to like say something that takes away from that everything before but is bullshit <laughs> dana do you feel like you've worked on like over the past like year or more since i've known you do you think that you've like love yourself more now as well i think um so i always <sighs> I used to always just like immediately I would do something wrong and I'd just like be like you absolute fucking piece of shit like why would you do oh, no. that you're such a dickhead and now I'm like oh my god you're so silly like I always try and use the word silly because I always Me feel too. like that's the word I, I would use lot. with children like oh isn't isn't silly. this so silly and then so I feel like it takes away from mm -hmm like the word the word means nothing to me really silly so I'm always like I'll be like oh my god that's so fucking stupid and I'm like no no that was silly <laughs> silly of us silly Dana <laughs> I love that though <laughs> I so do I, what I do sometimes I, I laugh at myself like if I sometimes have to go up and down the stairs like three times to my bedroom and like if I have to go up a third time like when I'm going up the stairs I'm just laughing at myself because like it's just ridiculous like, it's nothing to get mad about. It's just very silly that I had to do this. Instead of getting mad, I'm like, this is entertainment. <laughs> 
I definitely say things in a more positive way as well. Like if some, I'm like, if I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe you just did that. Like, but I don't, I'm not like, oh my God, for God's sake, I can't believe you just fucking did. It's more like a, oh my God, I can't believe we just did that. Did we really do that? Oh no. (laughs) Okay. That's nicer though. That's a way nicer way, you know? Yeah. And I definitely, I find myself... Oh, sorry, go If on. your child did something that was like, you know, they dumped milk all over themselves, you'd be like, are we really doing this right now? Like, really? Yeah. Like, you know, like... <laughs> like, is this, like, for real? <laughs> yeah. I mean, God, um, I hope that would be your reaction, poor kid. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking piece of shit! How could you just <laughs> all milk? It's like $40! <laughs> Yeah, I definitely, I know, because um, I had my own ticket for a while in, in Braylon's server, and, like, I know Braylon definitely helped me with, um, with like, reframing my thoughts, but at the same time, now I kind of think, like, about, like, one, what I would say to other people, because I'm never, ever, ever as hard on other people as I am on myself, and, like, why? Like, I guess I expect better of myself, but then, like, no one else, like, there are people in this world that don't expect any better of themselves and they go around thinking they're great and they're not. So why can I not give myself a bit more of the benefit of the doubt, you know? That is true. There exactly are, that. There are so many people out there acting so confident and so full of themselves that absolutely should not be. And then there are so yeah. many of us who should be acting confident and, and you know, and we're just not. <laughs> it's the imposter 100%. syndrome. <laughs> Dude, I have those conversations with myself all the time, like just trying to put it in perspective for myself. So I almost like manage myself in my Mm -hmm. role. Like I put myself like, okay, I was my own employee and I was having this issue. What would my advice be? And it's like, okay, well, Steph, you are literally doing two jobs and you're working like a minimum 10 hours a day, which is way too many hours a day. And you did not take a lunch today. Have you had any water recently? Are you taking care of yourself so that you can do these things? And it's just like kind of talking myself back down off of feeling like I'm just failing everything. So it's like, like, yeah, Steph, you are dropping balls, but like you have a million and five things to do. So just chill and take a second, go back to it, finish in its entirety, move on to the next task. It sounds like you have a really good inner parent. It's getting better. Uh, Since I stopped telling myself that I am a piece of shit on a daily basis, it has definitely gotten a lot better like i'm a badass i work my fucking ass off yeah climbed the fucking ranks in my industry i know what i'm doing i'm just a little bit overwhelmed right now which is understandable because i am alone (laughs) i feel like even in the last like six months like that is that is like huge growth for you to like have gone because you were beating yourself up so much Oh, and so just to hear you say to all of that right now, like, you know what you're doing and how hard you're working and how good you are at your job and you can, like, be proud of your accomplishments. And that's just amazing. It's it's honestly kind of terrible, though. Like, the part of the saving grace was uh, the bar is on the floor well, in Arizona yeah. as far as standards. So, <laughs> like... I, I'll tell you exactly when it happened and I was stressing about doing social media and then I go and look at competitor social media. I'm like, oh, you could literally post anything and it would be better than this. <laughs> like, you're good, Steph. <laughs> Chill. 
It does. It annoys me like so much that like people like you are like amazing, and for some reason we just see ourselves like as like so much lower than we really are. Like we don't see ourselves the same way as other people do. We we see ourselves like you said your go to used to be like that you're a piece of shit, and that has always been my go to as well. And like why can why is it so hard for us to see our own worth? Like why do we always have to kind of be hard on ourselves instead of being like oh my god you managed to like get as far as you have so far like that's really amazing and honestly it's exactly what you said earlier you would never talk to somebody else like that why would you talk to yourself like that like looking back I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you Steph like why would you do that to yourself you're such a bitch (laughs) who fucking told you it was okay to act like that I think it's, like, society. Like, I think humans at our core are, like, loving and kind and, like, really thoughtful. Like, if you look at children, like, children are not naturally in their little brains going, you piece of shit, you fucking suck. Like, (laughs) at least I feel like that's not the norm, you know, for, like, a young child. It's definitely something that we learn somehow because, I don't know, I think... I, I, I don't have the answer, but I definitely think if we lived like in a utopian society where like all our needs were met, you know, and everybody's needs were met and everybody was chilling, that people would mostly be kind and loving and caring and nice and to themselves and others. I think as you well, you like... are. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh no, it's okay. You go on. <laughs> oh, you're going to change this. Oh, right. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are like a byproduct of our environment like not only from like our parents and what our parents say to us and and the but also what our parents say to themselves like if you have a parent that's really hard on themselves and they expect better from themselves you will internalize that like um I remember seeing someone say like if you are constantly on diets and you're constantly like talking about if you have the same body like kind of type as your child and you're constantly saying to yourself like like and your child overhears you saying like oh oh my god I'm so foul I need to lose weight or like oh god my body is disgusting and your child has the same body they're going to internalize that and they're going to grow up thinking that there's something wrong with their body even when there isn't and they are perfect the way that they are um not only that but like um I think we have spoken about it before on the podcast but um a lot of time that voice in your head hasn't come from you it's come from somebody growing up like a lot of the things that you say to yourself may have been said by somebody else you just don't remember it anymore or like you've internalized it as a child um so that's also something like that's hard to kind of relearn because if you've grown up that way and you've grown up thinking like to be hard on yourself or that you're not good enough or you know you talk too much or annoying you you know you're always in the way like oh, why can't you just be good like why can you not just stay out of the way be quiet and just be good for once that is something you're going to internalize <laughs> yeah. and, and, and then you're going to end up being like when you're older oh my god why can't you just do the work why can't you just be better at your job why can't you get all the things done that you need to get done why aren't you good enough and that sucks that's horrible really bad it's has I, a yeah. hard process to to get out of that thought pattern too. And it, it it is literally all linked. And it's why like 
and it's so funny because um well it's not really funny because it's about child- childhood trauma trauma <laughs> um it's sorry it's not funny is it it's not funny <laughs> can i tell you guys something really funny it's actually not funny at all no sorry <laughs> i desensitize myself to stuff sometimes with my psychology that i like forget i'm like oh my god this is so funny it was not funny um but like i think the like bar for good parenting is actually quite low to not give your child trauma you just have to show them like 40 percent love like not even like 80 percent i'm sorry or, like, that's fucking 40%. hysterical because the bar's on the floor <laughs> yet so many less, people still suck less than half the bar is less than half it's Literally. a failing grade <laughs> That's See, great. I said it was funny, you know. <laughs> my parents did a pretty decent job. Like, my mom never talked bad about her body in front of us. Like, I never saw her standing in front of the mirror, like, picking at herself or, you know, like, even body checking or anything. Like, never saw her doing that. Um, and my, I always, like, tell my parents, I'm like, how did you, like, I never was really hypercritical of myself. I was like, how did you raise a child without having that critical voice inside of me i don't know props to them whatever they did they did a decent job because i'm fucked up in other ways but i'm really nice to myself (laughs) i love that i'm at the point with tiktok where it's like if i see like a tiktok comes up and it's like if your parents did da 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 then you have blah i'm like skip i'm yeah i get it i'm broken i'm sick of it stop fucking telling me get this shit off my for you page show me how to fix that that's what I want to see. <laughs> Literally, though. <laughs> I know what I'm tired of it. <laughs> me. Listen, we've established that there is something <laughs> fucked up. Okay. <laughs> we are on to step two. But also, like, I suppose if you've been bullied as well at a young age, that is also, like, you know, is, like, so interesting to me. Like, bullying is, is traumatic and will cause trauma and like I feel like schools don't take it as seriously as they should because like if someone is bullied I would I would say 100% put that kid in therapy and let them like sort that like talk through their feelings and work through stuff and also help other obviously healthy coping mechanisms but also have somebody safe that can tell you know be nice to them and give them a safe space to talk about things because like so many times schools are like oh yeah we have anti-bullying and stuff but what happens if a kid's bullied nothing like literally nothing literally nothing bullying was the fucking worst i the more i think about my childhood which is is getting gradually a lot a lot more and more i've been doing uh what is it edmr therapy with like the the eye movements um tetris by the way has been proven as edmr therapy use so if you play tetris and think through some of your bullshit problems that's helpful um that came from my therapist i did not google that but um just kind of like thinking through that shit and i realized that going all through school i really didn't understand what was going on I don't think I'm like slow or anything, maybe a little, a little, a little bit on the spectrum, but like there was definitely a disconnect between what was actually going on and my understanding of it so that I could participate as like a normal quote, using air quotes here as like a normal child would. And that kind of fucks me up because I'm like, fuck, what am I missing now as an adult in the workplace 
that I'm not just comprehending because no one else in school noticed that I was having this issue. They just thought I was a fucking weirdo and I got made fun of for it like, <laughs> my entire life. <laughs> and now I embrace the weirdo and I'm okay with it. And it doesn't matter as much anymore. But I do wonder if I had actually comprehended what was going on around me, how much different my life would be now as an adult. Do you know what I think? I think that's a bit like ADHD, ADD, because um, I, my mom always used to say when I was a, a little kid and like even into like high school that like I literally lived in my own bubble, in my own world. And she always said like, no matter what happens, like you literally just live in your own world and like you make the rules and you just do whatever you want. And I feel like that's definitely like I dealt with that same thing in like younger years, just like I was doing my own fucking thing. I had no idea what was going on with other people. Like I was social enough that I like could play the games and, you know, get along socially. But like at the end of the day, I was just always in my head, like just completely in my own little world. I spent 99, 98% of my time as a child in my room. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, hours. Like my mom would punish me and send me to my room. I was never allowed to like socialize. And they would take away like all of my toys, right? Anything that they thought they could take away from me to punish me. That was like my punishment. I got my belongings taken from me. At Ouch. one point, my mom went in my room with trash bags and took literally everything out of my room and then gave me a set of clothes every day. She was a fucking psychopath. That's another story. Um, but they would never take away like my books or my art supplies because what kind of horrific human being takes art supplies away from a child? So that's, I sit in a craft room now. Like, yeah, you do the same thing. Are you, mom? <laughs> this is me now as an adult. <laughs> I And it's like, that was, it, I mean, in hindsight, it was like, I guess, good for me. But that's really where my love of video games stem from, because that oh, was the only yeah. thing that I had available to me. I never, I went to two birthday parties my entire life. One birthday party dropped some heavy news. And then the other birthday party, I don't even remember because it was so short-lived. Like, it was just... I did not socialize with people. I did so well in my room by myself as a kid. Like my mom always talks about how she could just leave me in there with my Barbies for like hours. Like, like, which is funny because I do the same thing with the Sims now. I'm like, bye, I'm going <laughs> to my room and I will be playing the Sims for the next eight hours. Thank you. And goodbye. <laughs> I wouldn't change it for the world. I very much love, I, I love this. And it's what anytime I'm craving like in-person human interaction, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're not. As soon as I leave, like I went to an industry event last Friday, yesterday, two days ago. That was a lot of fun, but like it was the perfect length of an event. It was two hours max. Oh, that's and then great. Everybody fucking went home. That's great. <laughs> I, like, I love this. Those. Is awesome. <laughs> See, for me, my it mom was... never bothered grounding me because, like, I never really went out and, like, it probably a punishment would be like, oh, we're gonna go to a social event would probably have been actually a good punishment for me because I just hated being, like, going out. I just, I like being in my room. All my things are in there, you know? Like, why would Your I want to go comforts. anywhere where my stuff isn't there? Like, what, what's the point in, like, why? 
I don't really like going out with people, like going out and seeing people because half the time it's just everyone's so judgy or like you have to be constantly aware of what you're doing because all of a sudden, next thing you know, you get a paragraph saying, oh, you've done this wrong and I can't believe you looked at your phone or something. And I'm like, I, I didn't realize this was a problem. <laughs> There's too many social interactions and rules that you're going to get wrong at some point. It's so exhausting. But then like... I don't feel like I'm not a social person because I stream and we do this and I, I find this so enjoyable. I could yeah. talk to you guys all day and I wouldn't I know. be tired. And, but like going outside and talking to people, I'm like, oh, no, this is too much, too much stress. Introverted extroverts. We, I'm okay with it. I'm happy with who I am. <laughs> we have been watching Love on the Spectrum on Netflix, which is so, so good. It just such a good show. And it has made me realize how much of a social game that we have and how much it makes absolutely no sense. Like the things that we do and just the little rules that we have and the things that are appropriate versus what's inappropriate, it's all made up. It's literally all made, made up. up. And it's just because certain people have certain preferences. And I hope that we can like move to a world where, and I think that we are, I think that people are less concerned about their appearances now people are less concerned about like when it comes especially to like work and like dressing professional like that means something completely different today than it did 30 years ago um so i hope that we move to a more like understanding society where we don't feel like we have to play all of these games because it is exhausting like i agree but i think there's limitations i don't think you can have a a, like a openly free and non-judgmental society like that when you have this many people involved yeah i know so i think like there's certain things that we just need to not do like please do not get on a facetime with your 15 year old fucking friend and talk about Fortnite without headphones please don't fucking do that in the middle of the fucking starbucks i'm trying to get something done like i understand that there's background noise here but this conversation maybe fucking stop doing that or or here's a, a, a my favorite one i sit in a cubicle now at work do not have a conversation with someone that is on the opposite side of the fucking cubicles when i am in the middle on a phone call could y'all anywhere else in this building anywhere fucking else in this building please <laughs> get away from me i mean more like the like the like social game of like small talk and like asking people follow-up questions and like there's all of this and like not looking at your phone or even making eye contact who decided that it's so important that when you are hanging out with someone that they have to look in your eyes psychologists like we watched uh, a love is or a love on the spectrum and this one guy the entire date couldn't look in the girl's eyes and the girl was like i don't give a fuck i don't care where you look you're engaging with me we're having great conversation we're talking about amazing topics she was like i literally do not care like why can't everyone be like that why does why I can't we that. just you know like if i'm looking why do we at have you these in, rules? in your eyes i'm either looking at your nose oh yeah or like one eye because i just yeah. i don't know how people look into other people's eyes like how is that like it doesn't it, it's weird no, you definitely like, like swap back and forth or like do something you know like look at a different spot look over their head like look yeah. you know in their forehead or something yeah i struggled with like, that on friday a little bit the chick i went with it was like our second time hanging out and now we we actually like oh, we i struggle with adjacent people. with each other so technically we're like work colleagues or whatnot so, you know, you want to keep it, like, respectful and professional, but you're going to a fucking smoking event. Like, I'm going to get baked. I'm going to say some dumb shit. That's just, it's just how I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, this is what you get. But it's, <clears throat> I tried, like, you know, like, probing questions, ask about her, like, just try to be, like, polite. 
in my head, like, you know, like stuff you are interested, but like the term came out in my brain, like act interested. (laughs) It's like, I'm not acting. I am interested. I just like, what are questions you need to ask to know that she knows that you're interested? Like, why do we, why does it like matter if somebody is like, we look, we take so much into account of like that person's not giving me the experience back that I expect. So like, if you like if for instance, somebody opens a present and maybe they're not like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Like, I love this so much. Like what we expect people to react in these certain ways. And then we yeah. get upset when they don't, it doesn't mean that person didn't love the thing. It doesn't mean that you weren't interested in what she was saying. Like, why do we have to like act certain ways to be accepted in society? I turn the expectation into bids. Turn them into bids. And it's just like the acknowledgement should be enough no matter how grand grandeur it is. Yeah, right? yeah. It's a bid for connection. Yeah. The acknowledgement that you do the thing is great. Yeah. I ask one question about it. <laughs> That's what you get. One question. <laughs> See, like, I I had an interaction the other day where we were, I was sat at, because every Sunday we sit at the din, dining room dining room table in the breakfast room and we um we have like a, a Sunday lunch um and I was asking my uncle because he always does a barbecue for his birthday I was like oh what kind of meat are you thinking of doing like are you thinking of doing like um corn on the cob things like that and then like my granny was like you're so nosy and I was like how is that <laughs> like it's so confusing like like I'm just asking in questions because I'm Dude interested and I love food so obviously I'm like even more interested and then like yeah like all of a sudden I'm like nosy and I'm like oh shit like it's so hard to navigate things and then it's never it's never easy to know whether it's like genuinely I've I've missed a social cue or someone's just being a dick like I, I can't always tell what is appropriate and what is just someone being like nah they just don't like you and they're just gonna be horrible <laughs> that is hard is for it, me too is it rude to kind of somewhat like discount an opinion if they're more than 30 years older than you on how you should be acting in society no because i mean the, I, I, this is me the older you are if you're telling me how to act in society the less i'm gonna take you seriously because you might have been on this planet longer i am living in the fucking real world though <laughs> It's like when my mom tries to give dating advice and we're like, mom, you literally didn't date. Like you, you dated in high school and then you met <laughs> you dad no when you were 18 and you got married. You never dated as an adult and you have no idea what it's like. Like how to keep a marriage successful, happy and healthy. For sure. Amazing years. advice. Yes, mom. Great. I'll take it all <laughs> a day, go. every day, which is fantastic <laughs> for me being married now. She's got good advice. But yes. Yeah. It's what's that thing, like, never take advice from people who don't have what you want already or who aren't living a life that you want. Like, no matter what age they are, if somebody came to me and, like, gave me advice on streaming, but they were, like, had a really weird channel that wasn't what I wanted and their audience was, like, not nice, I would not take any of their advice or listen to anything that they had to say. Right. Being human is so weird. We are all legit just fucking winging it. I swear to God, we thought, tried to think of a name for the podcast and like, this was the most natural because I swear to God, guys, I'm faking. I'm faking every fucking waking moment of my life. I have no idea what I'm doing. I get a little bit of confidence every once in a while and I'm like, you know what you're doing. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing half the time. It's just, what did we do yesterday? Duplicate it. (laughs) In my 
like spirituality journey I have like learned and what I choose to believe is that this um lifetime is just like going to school for the soul like this experience is like our our soul's education and we're just meant to learn and to experience things and to see what it's like to be a human that so that kind of helps me to just beautiful. like relax about it like yo I'm just this is just school I'm just here to learn and do shit and like there's no greater purpose except just learn and do stuff <laughs> That was really I, nice, I the way that you said that and everything as well, like, and then, because I was going to say something um, as well, and my thing was literally just, I hate that we don't have masks anymore, because I make faces when people are being stupid. <laughs> hey, you can still wear your mask if you want to. Yeah, I I forget, sometimes someone it will say something, I'll just be well. like. Yeah, I don't have I'll, a good poker face. I was like. This is why I don't do like um like Zoom Teams calls with my camera on because I'll just be like, God, like... <laughs> I just turn my camera off. I do if I don't like the way the conversation's going at work. I'm sorry if anyone at work is listening to this. I turn my camera off. I yeah. you don't want to see the look on my face. Trust me. My webcam now. I don't have an external webcam. It's on my laptop. So and my laptop lid is always closed because I only have my two monitors. Because if I have it open, then I end up losing my mouse halfway through onto the screen. So I have it closed. So if I call somebody on Teams, I don't have my camera anyway. And even if I did, it wouldn't be square on my face like this webcam is. So I'm like, that's my excuse. This is why I, I don't. Solution have a for you. I got a solution for you after podcast. You can pretend like you still have that same scenario so you don't have to use the camera, but I got a solution for you. Um. (laughs) For anyone listening at work, there's no solution. (laughs) No solution. (laughs) Nothing at all. (laughs) I I pride myself on being transparent with my colleagues. Like, this this is me. I don't want to be a different person at work than I am in real life. Like, I have a different caliber of work ethic and a way that I handle things, of course. I'll be as professional as possible, but um, I genuinely don't want to be a different person. Because, like, my job requires me to interact with the public, so, eh. What's funny to me is I feel like, with my colleague, like, my inter, like, the, the colleagues I spend most of my time with in, the, in my department. Um, um, sorry, two seconds. <laughs> I was like trying to throw up. Oh, yeah, those people, I don't feel like I have to mask or, or change who I am. I'm just very much me, which means I will swear. I'll be like, oh, what a fucking idiot. Like, you know, oh, my God, this person is so annoying. Why can't they do this simple thing? Why am I fixing their, like, they should know this. They've been here longer than me. Like, why? And nobody is bothered because I've worked there for, like, almost six years. They know me. They know what I'm like. Somehow it's easier, like, sometimes interacting with my work colleagues than it is, like, my in real life friends that I have to like because I don't go out and see them very often I don't interact with them very often so I feel like I'm like I have have to follow these like social cues that they've put in place rather than society has put in place it's so confusing to just like navigate (laughs) your work people probably do know you better because they see you every day as like the real life you you know 
I don't know if you saw my uh, Twitter post today where it literally said that um, the, the new guy that started with us in my department, um, they all warned him not to talk to me about Stranger Things. Oh my they, they were like, they were like, you'll be stuck in a conversation with her for ages. Don't do it. And he did it. He actually, he was like, oh, I'm going to talk to her about Stranger Things. Um, and we sit like across from each other. So that was it for the rest of the day. I'm like, oh, who's your favorite character? Oh, where are you up to? Oh, you're looking forward to season four? Like, oh my gosh. Um, I mean, he was warned though, so. You did receive a warning. (laughs) They warned him, he just didn't take the warning. I can't imagine like to hearing somebody in a situation like tell me that person over there is really stoked about this topic and if you ask them about it they're going to talk to you about it a lot because they're very passionate about it immediately I'd be like well I want to go ask them like I just (laughs) love hearing people talk about things passionately it like fires me up too to like see other people be like so passionate and excited like it totally would have had the opposite effect on me I would have been like oh I'm gonna go ask her right now like let's go hear what she has to say everyone I work with like is like Dana talks way too much they're like "Mm," I'm like oh I think I'm talking too much they're like really do you think that like wow how do you know that it sounds like they love you though too so it's just like playful banter mostly hopefully it is it is like 100% it is like there's so much banter like in where I work so I don't take it in a bad way but it's funny when they're like you you talk too much I'm like I know but I'm gonna carry on if you left they probably would all cry they probably would be very sad tell them hey man if you contributed to the conversation more I wouldn't have to pick up your slack (laughs) I just asked them random questions I'm like what's your favorite Chris what's your favorite three flavors of cake like tell me all your information tell me everything start sending out mass emails you know it's so funny because that style of communication works so good online because you can just like post in a discord like what's your favorite flavor of crisp and like 10 people will engage with the conversation (laughs) be like oh this is mine oh that's cool this one's mine Instead, I'm like rapid firing at the new guy. What's your favorite favorite quiz? Let me get to know you through through your favorite food. Just call yourself me six next time. Literally. <laughs> like question of the day, but it's like question of like every 10 minutes. Like <laughs> I just I feel like the hour every hour. Yeah. I feel like if you're asking people questions about themselves as well, they're more likely to like want to open up and talk more about themselves. Like it gives people an opening, like, oh yeah, my favorite favorite crisp is this because when I went to summer camp I had this crisp all the time or something, you know? I've never been to summer camp, so I don't know if they have crisps there, but I assume everywhere has crisps. I've also never been to summer camp. Sounds (laughs) fun though. Sounded like a thing just for movies. I don't actually know anyone that actually went to a summer camp. Yeah, it does seem like like Dustin when he goes to camp. <laughs> I think on that note, guys, we are ready to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening in. We hope you found some value today. Join us on Discord to access resources mentioned in each episode and find your people. Next episode is tentative for June 19th tentative because it is father's day make sure you show the father figure in your life some love however our next live episode is scheduled for june 26th at 9 a.m pacific 5 p.m bst follow us on all major social media platforms for episode airing dates have a good two weeks guys we'll see you later bye